Hey, my name is Jason, and you're listening to the Embrace Church Podcast. God is doing some incredible things at each one of our locations in South Dakota and Minnesota. To learn more about Embrace and maybe plan your visit, head on over to imembrace.com. We hope today's message brings you hope, inspires you, and encourages you in your walk with God. Let's dive in to today's message. Amen, man. Thank you guys so much for that song. Man, that was just awesome. I don't know about you guys. Like, I'm just so thankful that our band has still been leading us uh, each and every Sunday, even if it is from uh, home. Man, it was just awesome to hear that, that word through that song. Hope you guys are doing well today. My name is Travis. I am the pastor uh, at the T Campus, and we are in a series called Good Question. And this is actually the last message in that series. And the question we're going to tackle today is, how do we make good decisions? Now, if you know me, you're like, Travis, you are probably the most inadequate inadequate person to give this message. I am just terrible decision maker. Like, it is brutal. Like, literally, when you, like, go to a job interview or someone asks you, what's your greatest weakness? First one I put down is decision making. Like, decision making, I am terrible at. I'm, I'm terrible at making little decisions. Like, a couple weeks ago, or like actually it was like last week, I was coming back from Home Depot and I had these eight foot boards in my van. And I remember I was, come, I was pulling into my driveway and this is literally what was going on in my head. I was like, okay, I'm just going to leave the boards in the van. Well, no, I can't. They really smell bad. And so I need to take them out. I'll just put them on the lawn. Well, I can't put them on the lawn because it's going to kill the grass. Well, I'll just put them in the driveway. Well, I can't put them on the driveway because the boys are going to want to play basketball. And then I can't put the car there. And I, I'm no joke. I, I don't know how long I was in my driveway thinking about where to put these boards. And I finally caught myself in this cycle of chaos and insanity. And I said, Travis, who cares where you put the boards just go inside. So little decisions, struggle mighty with, mightily with them. Also big decisions. A few years ago, this was before I was at Embrace, I was decided on whether I should leave a job or not. And I remember I went home for the weekend and I put together a pros and cons list. Well, for me, a pros and cons list is terrible because I just start thinking even more. But I put like a whole page, pros on one side, cons on one side, and all weekend I was like adding to it. Well, there's another pro. There's another con. Hmm, what should I do? Let me think about it. I was fretting. I was worried. I couldn't sleep. Massive pros and cons. Let's got to Monday. Still didn't know what decision to make. Terrible at making decisions. So I'm a little inadequate to talk to you uh, today. But you put some would you rathers in the comments. And so you're going to test me. See how good I am at making decisions. So let's take a look at some of these would you rathers uh, from Jeannie. Uh, would, you rather, would you rather be only able to whisper or only be able to shout. I would rather shout because I have a lot of kids and not that I want to yell at my kids, but sometimes it's the only way that they'll hear you is if you shout. If I could only whisper, that would be pretty terrible, but it'd also be very awkward like in McDonald's drive-thru. Like, I'll take a Big Mac with them. Yeah, so that would be, I'd still take shout. Okay, next one. From Jessica Waltner. That's my wife. I haven't even read it yet. I don't really want to read it. Okay. From the eight-year-old. Okay, from my eight-year-old. Would you rather have a pet dragon or a pet unicorn? So, man, this is from Jet, my eight-year-old. A pet dragon or a pet unicorn. It really depends on how tame 
the dragon is. If it's a pet, I'm going to say that it's a tame dragon, and I'm taking a dragon all day over a unicorn. Like having a big old dragon in your backyard, ain't nobody messing with you. So I'm going to take the dragon. What's the next one? Maybe that's, that's it. We're just going to sit with the one from Jessica. Keep going. Okay, we'll just keep going. Okay, so those are the, those are the answers we had uh, from this. I think I did pretty good, don't you think? Like, I think I was uh, pretty decisive uh, in, that, in that moment. So decisions, though. Well, we got to talk a little bit uh, about uh, decisions. This probably goes without saying, but decisions are really important, right? I know you're probably like, that's what I came to listen to you. Decisions are really important, but they are. Decisions are so important. God has given us the ability of choice. He has allowed us to make decisions, which is just crazy. And so it's really important that we learn how to make good decisions. So this is how I kind of view a decision. A decision is sort of like a Lego. So you kind of like a Lego, you, you, you put Legos down and you build something, right? And so one decision is one Lego, like... What, who am I going to marry? That's one decision. What school am I going to go to? That's another decision. Am I going to have kids? That's another decision. What job am I going to take? And, you know, we, we make hundreds and thousands, millions of decisions each and every day, and it starts to build something, right? Legos, when you put them, they start to build something. So do our decisions. They start to build something. And what do they build? They build us. They build me. The decisions I make end up making me. Isn't that crazy? The decisions that I make, little or big, end up making me. You are, your, your past self, your present self, and your future self is all a sum of all the decisions that you have made. Isn't that weighty? Now with Legos... When you build something up, you can tear them down if you don't like it, right? You can tear them down if you don't like it. We can't do that with our decisions. After you make a decision, it's final. That's the decision you made. You can't just tear it down. Now, you can be forgiven of decisions, and you can be, your decisions can be redeemed, and you can use past decisions to make better future decisions, but you can never change a decision that you make. The decisions that we make end up making us. So they're weighty. It's so important that we make good decisions. So I have a question for you guys all, and I'm going to use this question later on in the service. So please answer this question, whether you're on the Facebook chat, YouTube chat, or church online. I really need you to answer this question so you can help me at the end of uh, the service. As you look at your life, at the end of your life, what do you want to be true about yourself? When you think about the end of your life, what do you want to be true about yourself? Put that in the chat box. Please put that in there so I can use that at the end of the service. And we'll get back to it uh, at the end. So I want to talk about how do we make good decisions. But before I get into the practical advice about making good decisions, we need to define what a good decision is. And I'm going to just tell you, I got this wrong for a lot of of years. A good decision doesn't make you good. A good decision brings you closer to God. Let me say that one more time. A good decision doesn't make you good. 
A good decision brings you closer to God. We call them good decisions because they bring us life, they bring us joy, they bring us truth, but ultimately they are good decisions because they bring us closer to God. Why is this important? I'm a rule follower. Some of you are rule followers. The point of making a good decision isn't to get the right answer. The point of a good decision isn't to stay away from bad. That's not why we make good decisions. We make good decisions because we want to pursue God. A good decision doesn't make you good. It brings you closer to God. So, so I'm going to get practical here. But everything else after this, when I'm practical about making decisions, this is not about being better. This is not about making better decisions. These are all about how do we grow closer to God. So i got four steps that I want to share with you today. Four steps to making good decisions. First, in order to make good decisions, you must look inside. Look inside. So in Solomon, Solomon, or sorry, actually Jeremiah, he tells us, the heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? The heart. Who can understand it? Now, the heart is what's inside of us. Another way to talk about the heart would be called our personality. Our personality, that's what is inside of us. And it says in that verse, it's hard to understand. It's hard to understand who we are. And we all have different personalities. And a personality, it's not good or really bad. It just is what is inside of us. But, this is really important, always our personality, it weighs on our ability to make decisions. Every single one of us, we think that we approach decisions neutrally, right? Like, oh, here's a decision. I could go this way or that. I approach it neutrally. We never approach decisions neutrally. We always approach them with our personality. And this is really important to get. We never approach decisions neutrally. We always approach them with our personality. And this is the truth. Some of us are fearful, Some of us are adventurous. Some of us are driven by success. Some of us like to relax. Some of us love the spotlight. Others of us would love to just sit in the corner where no one can see us. We could go on and on. The whole point is we all have different personalities, and they're weighing heavily on our ability to make decisions. Our personality, it inclines us to decide things one way or another. And we are not supposed to make the safe decision, the adventurous decision, the easy decision, or the successful decision. We are supposed to make the good decision. One that brings us closer to God. Uh, at the beginning of my message, I told you about a time that I was trying to decide whether to leave a job or not, and I was going back and forth. What I didn't realize is how much my personality was influencing my ability to make that decision. In my personality, I know there's some that are like me, I hate to disappoint people. I hate to disappoint people. So as I was going through that pros and cons list, the thing that kept weighing on me is I didn't want to disappoint my boss, and I didn't want to disappoint my coworkers. But I was letting my personality influence my ability to make a decision and maybe keep me from the decision that God wanted, a, wanted me to make. 
So just know, when you approach a decision, you don't, you don't approach it neutrally. You approach it with your personality. So we got to get inside here. we got to figure out what's going on in our heart. we got to figure out what's going on, what, how we tick inside so that we can make good decisions. So that's the first thing. Second thing that we need to do is we need to listen to God. Solomon wrote this. He said, My child, if you receive my words making your ear attentive to wisdom and inclining your heart to understanding, then you will find the knowledge of God. We need to look inside and we need to listen to God. Now, I know if you've grown up in church, you've heard this a million times, but the way we listen to God is through prayer and reading our Bible. I know you might have heard it a million times. It's still true. No matter how many times you hear it, the way we hear God is through prayer and reading our Bibles. Now, the Bible, it speaks to a lot of the decisions that we want to make. Like, should I steal? Nope. Pretty clear in the Bible on that one. Should I gossip? Nope. Don't do that one either. Should I love my spouse? Yep. Do that one. So the Bible, it speaks to a lot of the decisions that we are making but it also doesn't speak to a whole range of things. Like, who should I marry? Should I take this job? Which school should I go to? Should I train in my baggy jeans for some skinny jeans? Like, it never says what I should do. These are a little tighter than normal for me. But the Bible, there's a whole host of issues that it doesn't speak to. So what do we do when the Bible doesn't speak to these issues? Well, this seems a little backwards, but we need to stop looking for the answers and start looking for God. We don't go to the Bible to find a yes or a no. We go there to find God. Let me say that one more time. We don't go to the Bible to find a yes or a no. We go there to find God. And when we find him, We learn about who he is. We grow closer to who he is. And as we grow closer to God, we become more like him. And it helps us to make the decisions he'd want us to make. So where do you start? How do you start listening to God? If I was was just starting, I would go to the Gospels. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Just start reading through those. Reading through the things that Jesus is saying. Not looking for answers, but looking for God and just saying, God, speak to me. Speak to me. Speak to me, and I think he will. So that's the second thing. Listen to God. The third one, the third step is to learn from others. This is what Solomon says. He says, plans fail with lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. Third step, learn from others. Now, when I say this, There's a big caveat to this. I know in your lives and in my life, there are people that you should never listen to, right? You should never seek advice from certain people. Seek advice from solid people, wise people that you can trust. People that aren't afraid to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. People that don't have an agenda to push on you, people that love Jesus, people whose lives you respect. This might sound harsh. I don't want this to come out harsh, but don't ask marriage advice from someone that's got a bad marriage. Don't ask future job advice from someone that hates their job. 
Don't ask someone who plays it safe about taking a big step of faith. When making a decision, not all people are equal. Go to people that you trust, that are solid, that you know that you can get good advice from. And when you learn from others, and when you listen, make sure that you're listening to their advice. You know, make sure you go to actually listen to their advice. Do not go to someone when you already know what you're going to do. That is beyond dumb. That is beyond stupid. Never go to someone and ask their advice when you already know what you're going to do. I had a I had a young man that came to me many years ago before I was at Embrace. He came to me and he said, hey, I want to marry this girl. And he wanted my advice. Well, I knew him and I knew that he had just gotten out of a relationship and that he had only been dating this girl for three months. So I told him, I said, hey, dude, I know you like this girl. That's great. She seems amazing. But I wouldn't pursue marriage right now if I was you. I could tell really quickly that was not the answer that he wanted. He kept saying, well, what about this? What about this? What about this? What about this? He was trying to convince me and convince me and convince me. And I finally just said to him, I said, did you come to me for advice or did you just want me to agree with you? Did you come to me for advice or did you just want me to agree with you? I think a lot of times, church, when we go to other people and we ask for advice, we're just looking for agreement, aren't we? We just want someone to agree with what we're already doing. That doesn't work. If we want to learn from others, we have to go with open ears, open eyes, open heart, and listen to their advice. Learn from them. Even if you don't do what they say, we need to listen to them and not always go just for agreement. So that's the third thing, listen to others. And lastly, uh, after you have looked inside, after you've listened to God, after you've learned from others, uh, we need to lead with faith. What's that mean? Step out in faith. Solomon, this is what Solomon says. He said, and this, this verse is awesome. In their hearts, humans plan their course but the Lord establishes their steps. In their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. After you've done those first three things, you've sort of done your due diligence. Now step out in faith. You want to pursue God, right? You've listened to God. You've listened to others. You've looked inside. Step out in faith, because here's the deal, and this is crazy. Like, so many of the choices we have, both options are good. Even I talked about my job at the beginning. If I would have stayed there, I might not have become a pastor, but God would have still used that. God would have still been there, because God establishes our steps. We make decisions, we lead out in faith, but God is the one that establishes steps. Uh, my daughter, Rin, uh, she's amazing. She has cerebral uh, palsy. And so we had a surgery that she did about a year and a half ago to help her walk a little bit better. But after the surgery, we were basically at zero again. She had to learn everything, and she had a ton of physical therapy. But there was one thing she did at physical therapy. It was amazing. It was called, it was this machine, and they called it the robot. And she would step in this robot and it would go around her legs like this. And she would give a little bit of energy 
and the robot would put her step right where it needed to be. If you look at that, it's just perfect. Her steps are perfect. She would give a little bit of energy, and then the robot would establish her steps. And you could actually dial it down. So it started at like the robot's doing like 95%. By the time we left, the robot was down to 50%. So she was even bringing more strength and more strength. Church, this is what God does to us, right? This is what God does to us. You've done, you've listened to God. You've looked inside. You've learned for others. Step out. Step out in faith. Lead with faith and have confidence that he will establish your steps. Isn't that amazing? Like literally, like I get so paralyzed by decisions so many times and just knowing God's using it all. I'm bringing a little bit of strength up and he's establishing the step. I'm bringing a little bit of a decision and he's putting the foot where it needs to go. Isn't that amazing? You can walk from this service with confidence knowing that God is the one who establishes your steps. And never forget We live under grace. Jesus died for our sins. He died for our mistakes. He died for our good choices, our okay choices, and our poor decisions. He died for it all. And so what that means is no matter the decision you make, he will never leave you. And if he'll never leave you, step out in faith. Lead with faith. Decisions that we make end up making us. They're like Lego blocks, right? Every decision ends up building something. At the beginning, I asked you the question, what do you want to be true about you at the end of your life? What do you want to be true about you at the end of your life? And the reason I ask that question is because the decisions you make today influence what will be true at the end of your life. So I just want to read some of these uh, to you. Holly says, she wants to be true of her. I finished well, I love God, and I love people to the very end. I finished well. I think one of the decisions, Holly, that you need to make is what does finishing well mean to you? That's a decision. What does that word mean? What does it mean to finish well? Is that joy? Is that happiness? Is that family? Is that doing amazing things? What does finishing well mean for you? And then start to make decisions today to step into that. I want to love God and love people to the very end. That was awesome. This is from Nick. I want to look a lot more like Jesus than I do now. Amen, man. I feel that exact same way. Sometimes I look, and honestly, like I'm a pastor, I look at myself and I'm like, man, I thought I'd be a little bit closer to looking like Jesus than I do right now. I think the problem in my life, Nick, and I don't know if it's the same with you, is I don't take it serious enough in the moment. Like, man, reading our Bibles, time with God is so important. Like, we need to make that decision every day. If we want to look like Jesus, we got to read about Jesus. We got to listen to Jesus. We got to pray about Jesus every single day. We won't ever get there. And also, we got to start making choices that are counter-cultural. When we read the Bible and God says, do this or don't do that, even if it is foreign to what's going on, we got to start to make those choices today. Can we imagine if every day we did that, what would happen? Thanks for the question, Nick. Justin. 
that I was able to change and adapt far the better with each decision I made. Oh, that's so good, Justin. I mean, sometimes we make a decision and we think it's going to work out exactly like we thought. God will establish our steps, but that doesn't mean he's going to place our foot where we think it's going to go. Like, like, oh God, you're going to do this. Like when he establishes our steps, they land in places that we never knew. And being able to, to think, to be able to be able to change and be okay with what God is doing and not be so rigid. I mean, that starts with daily decisions too, like being okay with the uncomfortable places in your life. We so often want to run out of uncomfortable. God puts us uncomfortable all the time. Finding out, making a decision, I'm going to be okay with uncomfortable. I'm going to adapt because at the end of my life, I want to be okay with those decisions as well. And thanks, Justin, for putting that on there. So the four things, look inside, listen to God, learn from others, and lead with faith. Start to build that Lego. You're going to have some bad places at the Legos. You never build Legos perfectly, right? You're going to make some bad decisions, but you're under grace, right? Let's pray. God, just thank you so much for today. Thank you that you are a God of grace, that you are a God of mercy, that all of our decisions are covered under that, Lord. And there is nothing that we can do if we made a decision to follow Jesus that can remove us from your presence. But we want to make good choices. We want to make good decisions because that's where life is. That's where goodness and hope and joy are at. And so help us to make those good decisions. Every single person that's watching right now, I know that they have a decision right now. Just speak to them. Speak to them. Help them to go to, your, to the word and to listen to you. Help them to look inside at what their inclinations are. Help them to find good people in their lives to talk those through with. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us today. If this message moved you in any way, be sure to subscribe to the podcast to never miss your dose of encouragement. You can also follow us on social media with the handle at I Am Embrace. Again, we are thrilled you took the time to join us today. And if you live anywhere near one of our locations in South Dakota and Minnesota, we would love to have you join us in person. You can find out more and start a conversation at IamEmbrace.com. Thanks again for listening and have a great week.